everybody, welcome back to another episode of LCBJJ Talks. I'm your host, Carlos Rachila. This week, we have David. David is a six-month white belt that started to train with us after seeing his in-law, Josh, who we had on the podcast not too long ago, um, compete at a fight to win. Uh, we get to talk about his start in jiu-jitsu, why he started, um, you know, uh, we, we talk about a little bit about his uh, his family. He's a, you know, he's a great family man. He's got two kids, a wife with an awesome name. And, um, you know, we, we get to talk about that and his experiences at his first competition and how really, you know, we, we talk about it. It's really, this one's an, an important one because, you know, we both talk about, you know, how important it is when you're doing jujitsu, especially when you're starting off to, you know, look back and look back at where you were and, you know, be very grateful for being where you're at now uh, with jiu-jitsu. And we talked a lot about that and, you know, his experience with competition. He really, um, you know, is really proud of himself and going out there and competing, obviously, because, you know, a big theme is, you know, trying to see, um, you know, trying to see where you're at um, and not and how far you've come. And I think sometimes as, as beginners, um, you know, we lose sight, even myself, you know, when we, when I begin to do anything, we, you know, we lose sight of, we lose sight of, you know, why we started or how far we've come when we, you know, go, go and try to do something new. Um, you know, beginners usually have a tendency to, you know, uh, be really hard on themselves because they're not getting it or they're not as good as somebody or sometimes uh, they're not as good as, as they think they were. And at that point, that's just ego, but that's a different, that's a, that's a different topic, but it's very important for beginners to, you know, look back six, seven, eight months ago and, you know, kind of really see who the person you were and see who the person you are now. And, um, you know, and David, you know, is doing a great job. Um, like I said, he's been training as much as he can, even with a even with a, a, a great family and a full time job, and he still manages to come in. So this is a great interview. I had a great time talking with David. He's a very easygoing guy, um, you know, very easygoing, easy to talk to. So I hope you guys enjoy. Thanks. All right. So I'm here with David. Hey, David. How are you? Hey, how's it going, Carlos? How are you? Good. Uh, thanks for doing this, man. You're Absolutely. the, you're the first white belt that we have awesome. on the uh, on the podcast, and um, I just recently tried to expand it a little bit more um, because I just went on a, a Facebook group. Um, okay. It's called Free to Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Oh no, New to Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Oh, okay. And I uh, went on there and I promoted the podcast and I was like listen <laughs> I started this podcast because of you know trying to tell everybody's story but for a while I always wanted to tell always heard podcasts like different people's stories mm -hmm. oh, excuse me the world uh, world champion stories right 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 mm -hmm. like you get you, you hear the same old thing and it's cool it's cool to hear them but then you get to a point where you're just like all right I get it right. he trains three times a day every day He's young. Right. He's able to recover. Story, yep. Yeah, Great it's kind of the podcast. same cover, and, and it's cool to hear their like sacrifice. But mm -hmm. then it's like, man, I wish there was a. I mean, like, I'm like, man, I wish there was a podcast that would just talk about the normal guy right. that would do s certain things. And I started our podcast here, and 
I guess I inadvertently started that, I mm-hmm. guess, in a way, yeah. without really noticing it. And I sat down and I thought about it the other day. And I was like, shit. And that's, I went in this group and I um, posted it on there and hopefully, I mean, allegedly all those people are in there, they're are all white belts or beginners at a certain point. And I hopefully can help them out. And some of your guys' stories will help them out. Well, you're not the first white belt. I apologize. Jenny Roll was the first white belt. Oh, Sorry. okay, that's right. I listened to hers, too. Yeah, Jenny Roll was the first white belt, so I misspoke. Um, and then Jack, and then yourself. So you're the third. So you're the third white belt. Okay. Not a bad thing. But um, enough of me rambling. Um, tell us tell us a little bit uh, about yourself <laughs> and, um, you know, your start in jiu-jitsu. Um, well, I'm a father of two. I got a son and a daughter. Um, I work full time. How old are your kids? Um, my son just turned seven. Um, I think like uh, like two weeks ago. I think I should know his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and my daughter, she's gonna be uh, eleven August first. Okay, wow. So yeah, they right. um, they just finished up with their sports. Um, what sports? Uh, my son was doing flag football. Okay. And my daughter just finished up her softball season. They uh, one game away from the championship, so it was kind of kind of heartbreaking for her, but not too bad. She had fun either way, like, you know, all season. She had a pretty good team. They had a pretty good run. They won the first, like, round or two in their okay. playoffs. So, <clears throat> so actually, their big party they're having tomorrow is or nice. going to be tomorrow. So, yeah. yeah. She's, uh, it was nice because she was off for a few years. And she, from from playing? Yeah, from playing. Just she because? Wanted to, she wanted to do other stuff. Uh, okay. I think she was doing like gymnastics for a while. Yeah. And she wanted to do the swimming thing for a little while. And then she's like, oh, I want to go back at softball. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Because <laughs> um, she was getting really, really good. Um, and I was kind of like, ah, I didn't want her to quit. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to force her to do what right. she doesn't want to. Um, but she just on her own was like, yeah, I, I want to do softball again. I'm like, all right, let's, let's do it. <laughs> Because at least I can teach you that because I've done it, you know, when I was younger, so I could, I could teach you that. I go, I know she wanted to do soccer, but I'm like, I'm not really, I've never played soccer, so I can't really right. teach you that. But that's fine if you want to, as long as you're doing something, it's, it's fine with me, you know. Just keep yourself busy. And we're all athletes in the house pretty much, yes. you know. We're all doing something, so. You're, always, you're active. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. It's good to keep the kids active, especially now in the summer. I was actually about to do a video about, I had to deal with that, keeping the kids active during the summer. Yeah. And then, um, and then keeping them active just kind of helps them. Um, it just uh, helps them focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The excess energy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong in thinking that? Because no, I mean, um, I think my daughter, she um, always feels pretty good, especially after a game, and. Um, you know, after practice, like her spirits are always pretty good because, you know, like before when they were a little bit younger, they weren't really old enough to do anything and they just kind of bumped around the house, you know. Yeah. So now that they're yeah. out and doing stuff and she's like makes more friends, I feel that way. She's, you know, she's socializing with other kids. Right. And they, you know, they got, they had a busy summer, even though they're being kids, they, uh, they have busy summer, like hanging out with friends and doing their sports and stuff like that, so. Do they go to campering? No, we didn't do that this year. Um, yeah. My kids kind of vetoed it. <laughs> They're like, oh, I don't want to do no camp. And we talked about my son doing like Boy Scouts or something, but he's like, 
are you going to be there, Dad? I'm like, no. He's like, well, I don't <laughs> want to do it then. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, the camp thing, man. That's um, We have some of the kids in the kids' class that come in, and they're pretty tired. And I'm like, what's wrong? I had camp all day. And they're, like, outside yeah, like, making them man. run. They're literally making them run, which is good, mm-hmm. especially if, the, you know, the parents are working or whatever. Yeah. It's a good thing. But, like, I mean, she's a trooper for coming back, for trying to come in here after a long day of camp and right. trying to do jujitsu. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I mean, heck, I get tired just sitting out in the sun for, <laughs> for 20 minutes. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to go back in. Um, so how long have you been – so how long have you been training? <laughs> um, with you guys, uh, I've been training, I think I want to say six, seven months maybe. Okay. I started. Mm-hmm. It was right after Josh um, did the one fight to win. Right. Um, when he won by, I forget what it was, that loop choke or whatever The loop choke, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that kind of got me hooked even more. Um, I know I tried to tra- train like 10 years ago. Um, there was a school that I went to that was another local school. A buddy of mine was training there, and um, you know I've always been a fan of like martial arts and right. boxing, and I did wrestling for not too long, but for like a year or two. Mm-hmm. So I've always been into like the martial arts and uh, grappling kind of sports, I guess. And the UFC for sure. I know you hear that, you know, yeah, from everybody. But everybody, uh, everybody starts <coughs> that way, and I don't care who you are. You all start. Yeah. Everybody started. Everybody that's doing jujitsu got influenced by the UFC. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so no shame in that. You know, and they accomplished their goal was to. It was a big infomercial for the effectiveness of jujitsu, and they accomplished their goal big time. Yeah, it's probably the best infomercial in the world ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. I mean, it was more fun. I mean, believe it or not, I I enjoyed the old UFC back then because it was like you had your boxer, you had the guy that used to go in there with the boxing shoes and the gloves and yeah. try to like fight a guy that does karate and it was like, yeah. you know, a whole mixture of sports back then but that's when Gracie just like, I think he just took that whole sport by storm like, because he doesn't look like a guy that can beat, you know, Ken right, Shamrock's right. ass, you know, I'm like, dude, Ken Shamrock's gonna kill that little guy and no, it was, never turned out that way, he just destroyed everybody and yeah, just like, man, that, like what the hell? What kind of what the hell does he do in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Like what the hell is that? Right. That looks like pretty fun, you know. And, <coughs> the funny thing is, I would uh, I I would watch the and I think I've, and I've said this and I think I've told it in the podcast too. Is like I you know I, I would watch I watched the UFC when I was in. I remember hearing about it because a little bit younger when it came out, but I didn't start really watching it until I was in college. Yeah. So I didn't start watching it until. Let's see, 99, 2000. Okay. Um, really paying attention to it, you know? Right. Because right. of, um, uh, I had some neighbors that would, they're like, dude, <laughs> you see this shit? I'm like, yeah, what happened? And he would, you know, we would go, uh, I know he's like saying this, we'd go to the Blockbuster and rent, rent the USCs and watch them. <laughs> and then when I got out of college, I was looking. I was the same thing, same as you. Right. You know? Always interested in martial arts, played played sports, but always had an interest in all that. Um, and I remember coming out of college because I was like, man, I need, man, I'm bored and I need something to do. Yeah. And I started looking around, I'm like, whatever that guy was doing, Hoist Grace, <laughs> was like, that's what I want to do. But I, I couldn't really find anything, at least find anything at the time that I was able to get to that was convenient. So I actually put yeah. my training off at least probably three, yeah, for, for sure three years. Okay. Um, I wish I would have just made it, done it, and made the commitment. But 
you know, everything happens for a reason. But right. um, yeah, same boat. I just watched them, and then yeah, yeah everybody does, man. Like everybody, does. everybody. Yeah, everybody, everybody does yeah, when somebody says like, oh, I don't, I don't watch the UFC. I don't watch the UFC now, uh, just because I don't, I, you know, I don't have much time, and right. I don't have much time in the in to watch them. But if I go out to like a bar, I'll, yeah, for sure, right, I'll right. sit down and yeah, watch it. On for sure, yeah. yeah, for sure. Oh. But you know, I don't. Uh, not as a bigger fan as I was back then. Yeah. You know, not as, as that big. I have somewhat of an interest. And there's some really good fighters out there. Yeah. Uh, they can't deny their skill, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so you just got interested because you're always a fan and everything. Yeah, I was always a fan. Um, like I said, and I was uh, a little bit, well, it was like 10, 10, 10 years ago. I wasn't like, I mean, I was already out of school and working, um, but I was working local at the time. and that's when I went to that gym. It was like the same thing here. I just went and tried it out for like a day or two and I'm like, man, this is, this is awesome. I want to try it out. And, you know, something happened with work where um, I ended up having to travel for work out of state. Right. So then it was, I did that for like, oh God, like 10 years almost. And um, so I was never home. So I'm like, well, I can't really commit if I'm never home. Right. Like, I don't want to come home and train for a day and then, then leave. not spend time with the family and end up taking off again. Yeah. And, um, and I had enough to keep me busy when I came home anyways because, you know, I had the maintenance the house or, you know, fix my wife's car or whatever it was. There was always something to do mm-hmm. um, when I came home. And it's like, oh, man, I got to go back already, you know. And so I ended up finding this job that I have now. Um, it got kind of referred because of a guy I used to work with at the traveling company. Um, you know, had an opening and, you know, gave me a number of someone to call and then kind of, uh, right after that is, you know, I did my interview with them and been with them, you know, for probably about almost two years now. Nice. So I've been local and so that's why I knew um, Josh was always kind of like, uh, well, you're kind of, you're home now, you're local, so you can, you know. You've Start training? To, you've always wanted to do jujitsu, probably wouldn't be a good time. What is, so Josh, when he, Josh, is, Josh was on the podcast, he was in the uh, couple, couple, few episodes ago, he was, as I interviewed, what, are, what relation are you to Josh? Uh, he's my brother-in-law by marriage. His sister, or his wife and my wife are sisters. Okay, okay. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, so Okay. Yeah. So you guys are family. Okay. Yeah. I knew there was something there. Okay. I just didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I not not, not blood-related brothers, even though it feels right. like that. But <laughs> So you trained about six, seven months total. Um, when you came in, like, well, you trained a little bit, so you kind of, you're kind of, you had a little bit of a different perspective, but like, when you started getting into it, mm-hmm. what was like one thing that you didn't expect? Like you were just like, "Oh shit!" You know, like what? What was? Is there anything that stands out in your mind that might have that you thought was a little bit was a little bit harder than you thought? Um, I mean, it was definitely harder than I thought when I first uh, came in. I mean, like rolling with the guys is you know like the first time I think I rolled, I was just like. Man, I'm so like tired because I, I, you know, you know, as you get like more, um, as you progress more in jujitsu, you start kind of learning how to, I don't know, like control your breathing, I guess. And right, right. To, um, you know, and I, I, you know, when I first started, I used to just get so like tensed up and, like, just, like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm gonna have a heart attack, and you know, but like I kind of slowly learned it as, as you know, as the more I trained and stuff like that, so it's a little bit easier now, but. Um, you know, especially being a bigger guy, I didn't think I was gonna, you know, move and move right, the way right, I could right, for right. being such, you know, a guy my size. I mean, I've always been told I've been a pretty quick guy for my size, but 
um, you know, the stuff I could do with my legs, I never thought I could do right. that kind of stuff, you know. I mean, it's not like I learned it right away, but as time went on, it's like, holy shit, I didn't know I can do that with my legs and my hips and my, my arms. Get you moving. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, get you moving. You know, I've not, not, not really been like a slow guy, but I'm, I'm not flexible right. at all. So, I mean, <clears throat> to know what your body can do when you actually do it is kind of kind of crazy you know it's so. a it's a forced yoga jujitsu yeah yeah it's forced <laughs> yoga what um so you're, it was basically your cardio was kind of one of the yeah. things that you're like holy or yeah yeah I mean, that, that usually catches a lot like of people it, out of some surprise you know it doesn't look like it when you're like especially like ufc when the guys are like doing their fight and stuff you're like well why don't you just grab him and then do that and i'm like Shit, you know, you're so tired, like, you don't even, yeah. you know, it's like, it's easier to look and say that when you actually do it, it's, you yeah. know, you kind of get... You don't know what you don't know. Right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, uh, yeah, I always, I always do that. You, um, you're doing about six, seven months, man. You're So here's the thing, you're the probably, like, the first guy that I've, the other two white belts that I, that I they've been training for a couple years or a year, mm -hmm. two years, you're the first one that's kind of like, <laughs> I'm about six, seven months in, you know? Um, physically, have you changed? I know you said something about your hips and um, your movement a little bit. I mean, I'm still a pretty big guy. Um, yeah. I mean, I've lost, I think, like 20 pounds total since I've started. Oh, nice. Um, but um, I know when I first started, um, like the first few weeks of class, I don't know if you remember, I didn't roll with anybody for a while because I was just like... No, no, I remember. Yeah, I'm not really ready for that yet, but now, I mean, I feel like I can do... You know, three rounds pretty easy now. Easier oh wow! Than what I thought I was able to do. Right. I mean, they're only five minutes round, but five minute rounds. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I um, you know, it's kind of that's kind of weird too. Is like I kind of learned like how to, I don't, know, I guess, control myself and not tense up so much and kind of just like, and have fun with it too. Mm -hmm. you know? So I mean, it has been, um, you know, jujitsu's definitely been fun for me too now and i'm starting starting to learn more and more right how to have fun and you know i don't just go into class like you know i was nervous before when i first started like every class that i was coming to, yeah like, oh, man like i'm afraid i'm gonna hurt some you know do something wrong or hurt somebody and right you know even josh he like presses it in your head like you just gotta have fun with it man and you know just go in there and you know it's one hour one hour classes and you know it goes by fast especially when you're having fun and then you get to learn as you go and yeah, it's definitely, I'm starting to pick up on that a lot yeah. more, and, um, you know, I get kind of crabby, too, when I don't come, you know, so, I'm, <clears throat> it's, um, it's, it's nice, it's, it's definitely a, a lifestyle that I'm probably going to do until I can't do it no more, I don't, me too, I don't see myself quitting, I mean, yes. I know I'm a little bit older, um, but it's definitely going to be part of my life good. now, you know, so, that's good, that's always good to hear, meaning, like, that's always good to hear, because it does help, right, a ton, little things here and there mm -hmm. in a roundabout way it starts it helps man like people always say this and people because it starts changing you because you can't do jujitsu in a full stomach right right so you start eating lighter mm -hmm. you know during lunch because man i gotta go to jujitsu class at 6 30 and i yep. i can't eat can't eat too much and i do it and i'm still doing and i do it all the time man like sometimes i'll have like a little heavier lunch and i'm like oh i'm gonna pay for this <laughs> yeah. you know and but the days that I have a nice light lunch, man, I'm, I, feel, I even still I still feel like man I'm fucking top of the world, you know. Mm -hmm. But if I have that little the little heavier lunch, I'm just like, ugh, shit, I'm gonna be moving <laughs> a little bit slower. It's gonna right. get, you know. Um, 
so that's how I tell people. I'm like, man, you know, you you start eating a little bit lighter on the days that you're doing jujitsu, then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're like, you start like losing some weight, and then you start eating lighter. You start transferring to lighters to man, I be a little lighter in the other days. Yeah. Right. Or you know, it's like, or you start snacking on like, you know, you start snacking on healthier things like nuts or fruit, right. or something, and then all of a sudden you're like, all of a sudden that just that change just happens, and you're just like, boom. Right, it's like starts becoming almost like a lifestyle. Yeah, know, more so. Yeah, much. and that's how it that's how it does it in a roundabout way. Because mm-hmm. like um, I, I kind of have a small little routine like that too. I um, um, like if I know that I'm coming to class, I'll kind of eat like my last time will be like at three o'clock. Okay, cause I'm like oh, for I what got, time at uh, what for time like class? Six thirty class or whatever. Really, I can't even <laughs> eat that. I can't eat that. Like I got it's two o'clock. If it's six thirty, like. If I eat at two, mm-hmm. I'm push. I know I'm like, man, I'm gonna be pushing. Yeah. So I gotta eat before that. That's just me though. Yeah. Well, I'll have my lunch at twelve, but three o'clock is like kind of like my dinner time. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's not like, you know, we don't cook at home every day because we're out. We're we're like so busy. Especially my wife doesn't work full time, but she works part time. Yeah. So we're like never. It's not like we're never home, but we're always like. All right. Well, it's just. Uh, you know, the kids aren't really hungry for anything big. Let's just go get them some nuggets or something. And, right. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I mean, for three three or four hours for me, I mean, it depends. Anywhere between, like, 1 and 3 o'clock. After 3, though, it's kind of like where I, I, I'm not eating nothing else. And then after class, I'll go home and I'll have, like, a yogurt or something. Mm-hmm. Or, um, I'll have, like, some almonds and stuff because my wife usually gets, like, a bag, bag of the natural almonds. Or oh, nice. She won't eat them because, you know, obviously they're not sweet or don't have any salt or whatever yeah. on them, but, like... No. They're an acquired taste. Yeah. But now that one I had, because I got that <laughs> taste, that's all I eat is the raw almonds. Yeah. And then, like, now if I start eating, like, honey roasted, I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. You know, but... Um, but, no, that's good. It's, it's, always a, it's always a good thing um, when you guys are able to make that change. Yeah. And it's always motivating as an instructor to see... Mm-hmm. A student come in and like they make that huge change. You're like, damn it, I gotta make that change too. You know, because sometimes we get lazy. Right. Not gonna lie, we're gonna. Sometimes we get a little bit lazy. So I, uh, I try not to uh, be too lazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll have my bad days too. Or, of course, you know, I won't eat like I don't really. I'm not really a big eater in the morning. It's usually like in the afternoon before I even have like my first meal or whatever. And me, me too. There'll be times where I'm just like for work. I'm like bouncing back and forth. I'm like, oh man. I'm going to give me a taco to talk about the hell is it, you know? Yeah. And sometimes that will be all I eat, you know, for the rest of the day, or, you know, sometimes I'll just get like one quick thing to kind of put something in my stomach. And <laughs> I mean, I know it's not good all the time, but, you know, I don't really do it all the time. And then when I get home, sometimes my wife will like have like chicken or pork chop or whatever, and I'll just eat that after class or something. And, you know, Go to bed after a couple hours after I eat anyway, so I mean, right. I don't really fall right to sleep. Like, I get up early, but I don't really fall asleep like early either. So I'm. Kind How many? Uh, what time do you? So what time do you get up for work? What time are you? I usually up get up at seven. Seven. Seven o'clock, and um, I'm not hourly, so it's like my kind of go by my own schedule. Um, but I usually go from seven. Till about three or two or whatever, mm-hmm. and then but it's like nonstop. Like I don't like sit or take. I don't take breaks or anything. I don't take lunch because I go from 
because um, the way my job works, I have like customers that I deal with and accounts and stuff like that. So I'm just kind of bouncing around all over. The place. You're always moving. Yeah. So I'm like, I was in Kenosha today, and I went to you know Chicago earlier this morning. So Jesus. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm all over the place. So. Hopefully you have a company car. Yeah, yeah, company yeah. car, and they pay for gas. So. You <laughs> say <laughs> so you put those miles from Kenosha to Kenosha to Chicago, man. That's killer. Yeah, it's it's uh, and it's definitely. I mean, I it's nice to get out of the car, but um, you know, this is kind of like coming to class at the end of the night is kind of like my all right. Now I'm on my time to just relax and get out of the car and do yeah. my own thing, and <laughs> stuff like that. So. What's your wife think about do, you doing jujitsu? Um. I think she's she's um, liking it a little bit more and more after, especially after that competition. She's just like, wow, I didn't think you, you know, can move like that either, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she's like, yeah, it's it was. Um, um, she she wasn't really too fond of it at first. She didn't think I was gonna stick with it. Oh yeah. I'm um, not that she's like a negative Nancy. She's just like, I mean, because I didn't even think I was gonna stick with it that long either. And then, um, yeah, just kind of. Um, stuck with me and I know in the beginning when I first came I was pretty consistent and I, I think after Christmas um, not to use an excuse or anything but I got sick and then I missed like almost a month I think and then when I came back I was like oh man like I, I know you were saying in your one video when you missed that much time and try to come back it's killer and so when I came back, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so <laughs> then I took another, like, two weeks off. But I think after that, I've been pretty, uh, pretty consistent. Usually come during the travel for Usually come in the morning class, right? The 6 a.m. Yeah, class? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's kind of um, – um, was, that was a little bit harder um, to get up and do that, you know, because it's kind of early. But uh, I'm like, you know what? I'm up at 7 o'clock. It's just the hour before I got to – you know, before I usually get up and – you know, Josh was like wanting me to do it for a while, and I was I kept you know like, yeah I'm gonna do it don't worry I'm gonna get up and sorry man I hit the snooze button and that was it. <laughs> we uh yeah that class is uh, doing my best to try to get more guys in there and I just get a past couple of days I've had some uh, people been interested in going. Uh, uh, one one's a he just moved up here he's a bigger dude he's a bigger guy. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, 6 a.m., he's like, it works out perfectly because I, uh, he just had a, he just had a daughter, so he's like, it's perfect. Oh, you know? okay. He's like, I, it's perfect. So, and then uh, one gentleman, he, um, he's did something. You know, I was just talking to him on the phone, and yeah. he works in the area and he has to be at work at 7:30. So he's like, oh, that's perfect. So right. hopefully we'll get that 6 a.m. Yeah. Because I mean, sometimes, man, if you look around, I got some Facebook friends uh, who own gyms. Man, their 6 a.m. class, man, they got 10, 12 guys in there. Oh, wow. Oh, it's a, a it's a class. I mean, it's <laughs> huge. And I'm like, Jesus. But again, they've all, I mean, we've only been doing it for, I mean, about a year, maybe? Yeah, about if, there? if that, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, if yeah that. probably about a year, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's a, bit, a year in, and but, you know, these guys have been doing it for, you know, five, six, seven years. So, right. you know, word gets out, but, man, the, I look at his pictures, and I'm like, dude, you, you got... Fifteen people are waking up for <laughs> you can do that six a.m. class. You those guys, you got fifteen crazies in your gym. <laughs> yeah, probably right. get rid of them. You got some definitely got some early birds in there. <laughs> yeah, they uh But yeah, it's a it's always a good thing. Always trying to fit it in anywhere you can, and yeah. it's always a it's always a big thing. And that's you know, if you can find a uh, an academy or school or gym, whatever mm -hmm. uh, that can give you some convenient hours. Yeah, uh, definitely jump on that. You know, you try to take away. 
the excuse of it doesn't fit with my schedule. Well, you know, I got morning classes. I got six a.m. class. Right. I got, you know, we got later classes at seven thirty. You know, what do you got? You know, right. it's like we're excuses. The one thing we don't have is late evening classes, and that's the ones that started at like eight thirty. When I was in New York, they had one that started at eight forty-five. Oh wow! I know there's a local one here. South of us, they got an. I think they got an eight, nine o'clock class. Nine o'clock class. Oh, yeah. So yeah. And I. Yeah, and then, because uh, we're you know, new breeds affiliated with Bonsai, and those Bonsai guys were coming, and um, they're telling me they have a class at like, because it's Japan. They're, they're in Japan. I think they told me they have a class at like ten. Oh man. I'm like, are you kidding me? He's like, yeah. He's like. He's like, and I remember talking, it's like, those Japanese guys, man, they work all day. <laughs> like, they work all day. They need a class. Like, yeah. they, they still want to get a class in at night. And so they, I, I want to say it's like 10, they have a class oh, or man. something. Yeah, and I'm like, they're crazy. <laughs> but, you know, you got to get it in. got to yeah. get it in somewhere. Yeah. There's always, you know, there's a couple gym. There's, I know there's one gym in Florida that's open 24 hours. Oh, man. Like, a, it's got a workout facility, but, but I think they have classes like throughout that whole 2 a.m. Yeah, you know, hey, we get a 2 a.m. class or a 3 a.m. class or something. But I know they're open for 24 hours, so that's that's man, pretty crazy. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> so you mentioned, man, you just did your first comp. Yeah. How yeah. was it? How'd you feel? Um, I'm Were you not nervous? Gonna lie. I was definitely nervous. Um, I was definitely definitely nervous. Yeah. Um, you know, because it was the first one. Obviously. I wasn't really, you know, didn't know what to expect. Um, so, I mean, I, you know, I always, like, the, I don't know, the way I am, I know it's not like, I don't know if it's weird or not, but, like, I've always, like, I'm so competitive when I do something, and it's, like, I'm afraid to mess up sometimes. I get, like, I don't want to, like, I get down to myself lose. every once in a while. And definitely, Josh, I know the week before the competition, I, I was at his morning class that whole week, and I think I did a one-night one class that week, and um, he's just like, you know what, he's like, you just gotta like you know i know it's hard like because you want to do good and he's like dude it's your first competition you just gotta go in there for five minutes and just do your best you know nobody's gonna you know be mad at you or you know get down on you because you lost or whatever he's like you know it's just you just gotta go in there and just try your best and you know definitely um i know like a half hour before i went on coach patty talked to me and kind of that helped me out a lot too Mm -hmm. and um after that first match, because we had two, we were supposed to right. have two matches. I definitely felt a whole lot better. Like, oh, the nerves going are out. The, going in the second match, I'm like, I feel like much more confident. Like I think I could win the second match for sure. Like it was, um, you know, because I wasn't like overthinking as much. All the nerves were gone, and I'm just like, man, like the went the five minutes it went by pretty quick, and I was tired after the first match. I'm not gonna lie, but like you know, they get a little break, and I'm just like, all right, man. Nerves are gone, and I think that's what kind of killed me a little bit was the nerves. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but like, yeah, after that, uh, that first one, I'm like, man, I, I feel so much more confident. The second one, I, I, I think I'm gonna do a whole lot better, you know. So, yeah. but you know, the nice thing was uh, I didn't have to do the second one because uh, <laughs> Lewis kind of took out the guy's arm. Yeah, so. man. <laughs> Thank that you, was, Lewis. <laughs> no, that was bad. Um, that poor kid. I guess Lewis is like he didn't tap. You know, that's a right. warning. Yeah. Fucking tap. Yeah, exactly. You're stuck. Mm-hmm. You know, he it's not like he was a fluke. It was, yeah, he looked at it, he grabbed it, 
he's cranking on it, mm-hmm. and he, he kept cranking on it, and <laughs> got a tap, you know. Yeah. But um, how do you? So you're so you're a little nervous. It's always it's normal yeah. going in nervous mm-hmm. for every competition, unless you. Even I know even wrestlers of that have wrestled, they've gone in nervous yeah. in their first shoots competition because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I don't know what to expect. I'm like, right. it's like, what if I shoot him for a takedown and I get choked right away? And, right. You know what I mean? That type of thing. And that's exactly um, how I was thinking. Like, well, if I do this, he might do that. And you're overthinking. Oh, overthinking. you're an overthinker. Overthinking it. Yeah. Definitely you're an overthinker for sure. <laughs> and then it's just like my mind like doesn't stay like focused because I'm just like thinking about too much. And um, but after that first match, that kind of just all went away. And then like I'm like. All right, now I just feel like so much more better. I know what to expect a little bit more. So you kind of just kind of go in there like, well, I'm just gonna go in there and just try not to think about anything and just do my thing. And that's usually how it works for me. Like the first time I do someone kind of like thinking too much, like, oh, what if I do this and do that? And then now the you know when I do it after like the second time, like I kind of learn from the first time and I just go in there. I mean, I I feel like I learned pretty quick. It was the same thing for work and stuff, and you know. Um, so yeah, it was uh, it was nerve wracking, but it was definitely more uh, the confidence definitely boosted up um, after that first one. They um, <laughs> yeah, you got to. Uh, I did a podcast on uh, competition too. You should probably listen to it. How <laughs> to get over uh, competition uh, anxiety, or try to help, or try to cope with it. I should say mm-hmm. you never get over it. Um, right. You always have it. I still have it. Um, Differences, you just deal with it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And it's just like anything else, you just got to practice dealing with it. Right. Um, you should go back and listen to it. <laughs> you should listen to it. Um, because I, I mean, I, I, I go in there and I, um, I mean, I, same anxiety. Yeah. So like I don't want to lose. Oh, I did this. Oh, I'm up on points and I just shut down. And, right. and it's, uh, you know, it, it's, it's just a learning process. And you can go in. You do you can do a couple things. You could do one, compete a lot, which is chances are probably not going to happen with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Or you can figure out, you know, what the problem is, and that's mentally or yeah. mentally or you don't know how to cope with it. Mm-hmm. And then you know, do some research and go out and you know do some research and read a, read a couple books and on sports psychology, and that's what all those deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically what I did. I mean, I did both. Right. <laughs> I was competing. I started. You know, I was competing a lot, and then I was like, "Fuck, I'm, what the fuck?" And then, um, when I started doing the research for on sports psychology, and I read a book, and I took it seriously, and I, you know, put myself in, started doing these exercises, you know, visualization, all that stuff. Right. Helped out a ton. Yeah. Um, it helped out a ton, but it's like you know, it's like anything else. You got to practice at it. Right. Um, so you kind of have to, you can't be out of practice because you're, you do. Um, but I would recommend listening to that podcast. <laughs> I made some book recommendation. I have a book. Okay. It's a short read. I tell everybody to read it. Start off with that book. It's an easy read. Take the message for what it is and then go from there. Um, you know, by my own, you know, by my own account, I, I dove more into the sports psychologist or reading read a couple more books about it mm-hmm. um, and mental toughness and preparation. Right. But I honestly, like, that was because I just wanted, was more curious about the whole thing. <laughs> but, like, all I needed was that one book. It's called uh, The Art of Mental Training. Yeah. I mean, I used that book, and I was, I was like, oh, I'm fine. And I didn't do anything. I started, again, I going into more about it. 
because of you know my own curiosity. But uh, I recommend you read that book. Okay. Art of Art of Mental Training. Um, you know, it's a competition. Everybody's gonna get yeah. nervous, man. Like, and, I, and I've been like that with all my sports too. Yeah. That I played. It's you know, like I said, it's like a sports thing. Like, you know, everyone has that sports mental. You know, sometimes it breaks them down, or sometimes they learn from it. Which um, you know, it was like that. Like my first football game, nervous as hell. You know, it's the first season of football, the first game I ever played, and you know, it turned out to be like. A good game, and same thing with football, uh, baseball. When I did it, it was like, oh man, what if I strike out, or what if I get do this or do that? And like the first game was awesome, and then it just you know um, gets funner and funner after that. And like the competition thing was, it was a lot of fun that whole night. I was just like, man, I was like, I can definitely do this kind of competition again. I'm not gonna do it like every you know every single one, but um, I would definitely do it again. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, now I know a little bit more what to expect. Right. Um, so I, I mean, um, yeah, d- definitely. Do we, it. um, yeah, that, uh, the competition that you did, I always recommend beginners and white belts to do a competition that'll get them at least two matches just because of what you just talked about was like, you're going to shit the bed that first one. Yeah. Ch- you know, chances are <laughs> probably going to shit the bed in the first one, not because you're going to forget I mean, I've seen people go in there and freeze up and not do anything, and I'm just like, what the fuck happened? And I'm like, but then I realized, I'm like, they were nervous. Yeah. And then going into the second one, fucking destroy the other guy. And I'm like, and I've seen it with kids, too. And I see it with kids. I see it, you know, we had one little kid. Um, he goes into a competition. I think it was first official. And he lost his first one. He was sad. He was crying. I don't want to do it. And we're like, just go back out there. And he's like, all right. And his dad's like, you got to go back out there. Yeah. You know? Okay. And he goes out there. And <laughs> he took some time and like went out there and destroyed that kid. And I was just like, I'm like that's who I see. You know, that's who I see training. Right. Like you feel better. He's like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, same same thing. Every, yeah. You get everybody gets nervous. You know. Yeah. But you don't want to shit the bed with one match. Yeah. And I've seen that happen. And I'm just like, no, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it would have been nice to get that second match, but the way I was feeling after the first one, like I, I know I would have done so much more better. Like I just felt like, like almost like a whole new man. Like I'm like, man, I'm, I'm ready. To, I'm like, I was ready for the second one. I'm like, man, I'm like, I like anxious. I want to get back in there. Like, like that first match, getting that one out of the way, was definitely good for me to kind of. How did you? <clears throat> what was your? Um, Learning from this match, learning from the tournament, what kind of stuff do you think you need to work on to go back to what things you want to work on when um, you're coming back is what I'm trying to ask. Um, well, definitely, like definitely the nerves. Um, yeah. Maybe not getting so so nervous and um, <clears throat> just kind of go in there um, and you know just have try to have fun with it. And um, I know I didn't really. The first match, I didn't feel like I had like too much fun. I think I was just overthinking too much. Right. And I think it just if I were relax my mind a little bit better, I think I could, you know, do a little bit better from you know from the next competition. Or right. Um, so yeah, and like I I know kind of what to expect now. I mean, I know every match is not going to be the same. Right. But like um, feeling wise and mental mentally, I you know I think I can um, if I just kind of 
calm my nerves a little bit and just kind of, you know, just have fun with it and breathe. And <laughs> I think I'll do a lot better. Um, so I definitely learn um, um, to be a little bit more like not overthinking it too much yeah. and just try to stay just try not to let the nerves get the best of me because it's, it's always like that for me like I said for everything I do the nerves kind of kill me the first time and then after the first time I just kind of go in there and you know kind of do 10 times better after right. that so and it's like that with everything works other sports that I've done and <clears throat> so I mean I definitely um, definitely would do another competition and, nice um, yeah and just try to have fun with it this time and just kind of go in there and do my thing and just do my best. Like Josh says, you just got to go in there and just give it your give it your best. You know, that's that's all you can really do, and that's all anybody had ever asked from you, you know. Right. And that's what's nice about, you know, um, like Josh said before in the podcast is, you know, with the school is um, you guys are always, like, happy for us just going out there and just trying, you know, and just giving it our best, and you guys have always, you know, Hit that hint that to all the students and stuff, and I think that's a definite, definite confident booster, um, you know, for the next time or, um, you know, future competitions right. stuff like that. <clears throat> I um, look around and I look at all the other schools, bigger schools, major, you know, major teams, and they're, and I took a note from them because. You know, I'm competitive. I'm a competitive person. I'm, yeah. I'm incredibly competitive. I just don't show it. Yeah. Um, that's probably just the way I am. Um, and I hated, you know, I hated losing. I, hated, I was like, ah, oh, I fucking hate losing. Yeah. And then, you know, it's, but I, the more I got around, start, you know, training with the bigger, had the opportunity to train some bigger teams and um, guys, you know, you, they look, you know, and they, they say the same thing. It's like, should be proud that you went out there and did what you could yeah. do because that's all you can do. Yeah, that's definitely you can only you can only that's all you can do. And I'm like, well, if this guy's saying it, let me take a step back and look. And I said, yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. It, it's and it still blows me away when I go to competition. I still see those people, the coaches. They get like completely pissed at their kids for losing yeah. instead right. of being proud of them of going out there and number one competing and then number two looking at them and making sure that. You know, if they didn't function at a at a level that number one, a level that they use used to seeing is making sure that number one, they're not hurt. Right. You know what I mean? That you know, number you know, or number you know, or, or then try to figure out what you know what the problem was. Yeah. As opposed to going, what the you know, I've seen it, dude, and I've seen it in the worst people that are the ones with the with the kids programs. Yeah. Those coaches drive me insane. They're the ones, oh, what the fuck, you lost. And it's yeah, like, they're... Sometimes the parents get more competitive. It's like, dude, he's kids. seven. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. he's seven, you know. And then, but to me, right there, just tells me that that guy probably can't do, that guy probably can't do it, and he's trying to, and even coaches and parents, too. Um, but some of the, a lot, jiu-jitsu coaches and jiu-jitsu, yeah. I see it. I'm just like, dude, relax, dude. Yeah. It's like, if you want to, I mean, if you want, you go out there and do it. Right. Oh, you're not going to do it? Okay, cool. Right. You know, it's like, oh, then shut up then, you know. Exactly. And I always say that. And that's always, that's always a trump card that I know that some people, you know, you can play if, you're, if your coach competes like like I like I like to do and yeah. a coach ever does. I'd be like, I'd be like, who are you? When was the last time you competed? Yeah, right. You know, it's like, shut up. Oh, I know. Shut up. But, uh, 
that, and I always look at it. I always try to be very proud of people. I'm like, yeah. hey, man, you went out there, you did your best, and that's all you can do. Yeah. You win, you lose. You know, we try to put ourselves in positions to win. Mm-hmm. If we get to them, we can get to them. If we can't, we can't. Right. Try to work our way back in, and then that's it. That's all. That's all it is, you know. Right. You just can't let it like really slow you down or stop you, and yeah. you know. And, and that's one thing I didn't mention is I did, you know, after that, for I felt proud, like man, like I went in there. I mean, especially like a year ago from like from now, I, I would have never thought I was going to be doing jujitsu this long. Right, I right. Doing jujitsu at all, and then a long, then then competing. Right, exactly. And then the, the fact that I that I um, been doing it for as long as I have, and that I want to continue doing it. And that I, fact that I went and competed, like, you know, I was like, I never thought I'd be doing that. So, like, it was definitely a proud moment. My kids were there, and they were actually really, like, proud and stuff like that. And my my son's like, Dad, can I do jujitsu too now? I'm like, yeah, sure, we can do it together, you know. And um, he's like, if you want, he's like, I really want to do it now. He's like, you know, this, this was a lot of fun. And I'm like, you know, that's what I want from my kids to learn stuff like that. I just don't want them to... Because my daughter still kind of gets like that, like when she, like for softball, for instance, she strikes out, like she gets so down on herself, and I'm like, right. you just can't, you know, it's just like, it, it happens, Maddie, like some of the best players in the Major League Baseball strike out 200 times a year, like, you know, it's just, you come back from it, and I was like, you just got to go in there and just try, you know, try your best, and um, she did, like, I think the next game or two, she like hit up goddamn all the way to the outfield, which is big for girls her age, you know. So it was like, see, you know, you just got to go in there and just, you know, I'm proud for you that you are even doing, that you're doing softball right. and that you're doing this. And, you know, you just got to feel like, you know, proud of yourself too, you know, because I'm, I'm proud of you and I'm going to love you no matter what. Whether right. you have a bad game or have a good game. Um, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't and matter. And that's what we get caught up in is when we compete, man, we get caught up in like, I know as an instructor you get caught up in is like, Oh, my students aren't aren't gonna believe you know this, and my students aren't gonna do. You know what I mean? Like, then you come to you come to terms with it. Like, if your students are basing whether or not you know you're a good instructor on your tournament results, then you don't want them as students. Yeah. You know they can go. You know that means that. You know that means a couple different things. Those people are probably just assholes, and they're just assholes in general. You can just tell, and I'm sure there's a lot of high-level competitors that do base when they switch camps. They do base their thing. I'm just like, well, those guys are assholes yeah. in life. Uh, same thing, you know. You just, you know, oh, my students are going to do that. Oh, my students are going to leave. And it's like, come to terms with it. And I tell the people, and I tell, and, you know, and I have a lot of talk with a lot of older people that compete. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what are you worried about? Well, and they tell me the same thing. Well, I don't want to lose. I don't do this. I'm like... Who are you gonna like? Oh, I don't want to let anybody down. I'm like, who the fuck are you gonna let down? Right, right. Well, your kids and the kids don't give a shit. You're still gonna be mom. You're still gonna be dad. Yeah. <laughs> at, you know, at night when you're yelling at them because they're doing something, you know. Get your butt to bed. <laughs> exactly. You know, you're still gonna be, you're still gonna be the same person no matter what. Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. You know, it's tournaments are there to test yourself and see where you are. You know, and some people like them, some people don't. You know, they're fun. They're having fun. They're they're about having fun, and they're about learning about yourself and pushing yourself. And a lot of the times, I look at people as like, you know, your first couple tournaments is about the journey and getting yourself ready, mm-hmm. mentally, physically, yeah. 
Yeah. You know? And then we'll see what happens at the tournament. Oh, I did great. It's like, man, I did great, you know? Cool. But what's their definition of great? Well, I won a match. Cool. Happy wow. for you. That's your, that was your goal, right? Win one match? Perfect. Wow. You accomplish it. Then, you know, as a coach, I go, okay, well, next time, how about we try to win two? Right. You know, let's, let's, you know, let's make it in. You constantly are pushing. Just look to improve little by little. Some people try to jump from, I lost this tournament. Now I'm going to take first in the next tournament. And I'm like, oh, man, it doesn't really work that way. You know, yeah. realistically, it doesn't work that way. It works yeah. like we go from here to here. Let's make little baby steps and, and just go from there, you know. Right. Um, I think that's always my best advice is just take little baby steps. And, again, it's you learn a lot about yourself trying to prep yourself for that competition because you come into class more, you're training right. more, and you're, you're pushing yourself to a physical limit that you might not, you didn't think was possible. Right. But now you're doing it. You know right. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then it's the same case for you. And it's like year in, two years in, and they also get caught up with like, well, I suck at jujitsu because, you know, I didn't place first, I, I didn't take first place at, at a tournament, and I've heard this before, and yeah. I'm like, you don't suck at jiu-jitsu. Not everybody wins at every tournament. You know, everybody has a 50-50 chance of winning. Right, right. You know, or, or losing on that day, and it's like, you don't suck at jiu-jitsu. It shouldn't be, if you're good at jiu-jitsu, it, it, people should just, you know, it, it's just like, let's think about the good things, right. like you said. I didn't know I was going to be doing jiu-jitsu for this long, right. let alone fucking compete in jiu-jitsu. I'm like, look at you. And I had, you know, and I'll say it to the kids sometimes. Sometimes we have a kid in here and they come in, you know, quote-unquote shy. And then like a year later, you know, a year later we have, you know, we a perfect example. One of our students, she came in pretty shy, whatever, a little overweight. She's been here with us for two years. In those two years... She went from she went from not being able to finish the warm up. Right. I'm meaning like we're doing you know, we, we the kids warm up and you know, you do some laps and wasn't able to do two laps. Right. That calling for the inhaler. It went from that to fuck, I'm traveling to California to compete <laughs> in a tournament. That's awesome. Two year, and within two years, and it's like, dude, in two short years, a child was able to go from there to there and that's as an adult you have to take stock because we're out we're older right right you gotta take stock man, man shit man fuck six months ago wow. i was struggling going like you said six months ago man i was struggling i didn't want to spar <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. and then you know five months ago i started sparring you know now five months later i'm stepping foot on a competition mat yeah you know Trying to go five minutes with some guy that's probably going to try to kill me because, yeah, right. you know, whoever, you know, you don't know their story. So, right. you know, so we got to step, we sometimes, you, we got to take a step back to look and see where we're at, man. Yeah. Like, that's what I try to remind everybody. <laughs> that's what I try to remind everybody. And even the higher belts, too. It's like, take a step back, dude. Yeah. Take a step back. You know? I'm like, take a step back. Look at where we're at. Look at what we're doing. You know, um, even for myself, like, like sometimes I'll have like, like I'll get, you know, I'll get focused, but 
Most of the times, man, I'll get like a smile on my face when I walk on the mat right before I compete because I'm like, Look at my dumb ass. <laughs> 13 years ago, I just wanted to do jiu-jitsu because I saw Hoist Gracie in the UFC. Yeah, right. Now I'm in freaking New York, stepping on foot on a mat in another city that I probably never would have visited if I kept the same path right. that I was going when I was before I started. You know? And now I'm in New York competing. I'm like, this is fucking hilarious. It's fucking, it's funny to me. Yeah. Or, you know, you go, or you step on, you know, the fight to win thing too and I did the fight to win and I'm like this is hilarious 13 years ago it's like I go on like this is 13 years ago this would never happen this never was an, an idea in anybody's head you know like to have a big stage like that to be on the internet to be streaming all this right in front of you know in front of my students 13 years ago I would never fathom that like I'm in front of my students I'm in front of my friends my other People that I've, and I'm like, and I'm going to compete in front of them. This is hilarious. <laughs> and if I win, I get paid. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like if I win, I get paid. And if I don't win, oh, well, eight minutes later, I'm out drinking a beer. Right, exactly. Yeah. But I think that being grateful for all that is just like, is a huge, you know, it's a huge, um, I guess, it's a huge thing for us to realize when we, take stock of our even after a competition you know right. if we're struggling to look for the for the for the positives in them you know maybe maybe we did shit the bed let's say you know what i mean by that is we just stood there and we froze up yeah. <laughs> we just stood there and froze up and got taken down and the guy just we just laid there without doing anything and the guy <laughs> mounted and choked us right uh but even then man like you have those positives you know yeah that's man it's definitely a, a, another way I kind of am going to look towards like future co I mean because like you said I mean I, I still like it's like you said it is funny because I know it's like saying the same thing but I never would have thought and I would have gotten as far as I've gotten I know it's still just the beginning for me but I mean I honestly thought I was going to come to a couple classes see how it was and then here I am six months later seven months later and um, you know did my first competition and like you know want to do another one and you know it's just crazy like a year ago from now I was you know <laughs> at home you know sitting on the couch or something you know and it's just um you know then same thing when I first started you know yeah I couldn't roll with anybody you know I tried my first time you know and thought I was gonna have a heart attack and now it's like man I'm, do you remember your do you remember who you rolled with first I'm gonna feel like such an asshole for not remembering his name, but um, it's the other big guy, the blue belt. He, he always comes to the Joe, maybe Joe, real tall. Yeah, Joe. I think his wife is uh, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and it, you know him, no less. He's a big guy too. So I'm Huge. just like, oh man, I'm I'm, I'm like terrified and, and uh, nicest guy in the world. And that, yeah, and that's what's nice with him is that he kind of, and that's what's nice with a couple of the higher belts too is when you roll with them, they're kind of just like. You know, before I choke your ass out, you know, mm -hmm. look what you're doing wrong, and then kind of like see where your arm's at, or this and that. And um, I think it was, I forgot what his name is, it Vic, maybe I think it was. I rolled with him one time, and like he had an easy arm bar, and he could have pulled it off and, you know, snap, you know, my arm, but he's just like, you know, just take a deep breath, look what your arm's at, look at your position. You know, this is an arm bar all day. 
you know, and that kind of helps me, you know, the older belts. And Josh is good with stuff like that, too. If we, like, yeah. kind of do our, you know, they kind of point out little things to you to kind of help you out. And, you know, that's what I like about this school so much, too, is you got people like that here that um, kind of help you with little things like that. And it seems little, but, like, you know, it definitely helps you out for the next time you go and roll. For or, sure. You know, competitions or whatever it is. And, um, you know, because this is how it was when I first came here. I'm like, man, these guys are – all purple belts or brown belts or whatever they're probably going to be like you know i'll get this fucking white belt out of here or this new guy out of here we're, right we're gonna kill him and you know and it's, it wasn't like that at all and everybody you know i feel <clears throat> you know i come into class and like you know you feel like you you don't hang out with them outside of class but when you're here in class you do it does feel like kind of like a small little family and um you know you all you feel like you know good friends just being here and um, you know, outside of class is probably not like that all the time. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's what's nice about it. That's probably what kept me going, too, is the students in the class, yeah. especially the higher belts that help out, like, the newer guys and the white belts and stuff like that. Kind of Even Lewis, he's still a white belt, and he, when we roll, you know, he always points out, like, little things here and there. And you know, well, Lewis is young, and he trains all day. Yeah. <laughs> he trains every day. <laughs> so he's just kind of like, oh, you know, you know don't, you know do this and you know and it's not like they're saying like oh dude what the fuck you forgot to do this and that you know it's just kind of like that's what i say you know <laughs> it's like that's carlos's job <laughs> no and uh but yeah i mean definitely the older belts here that's you know especially the guys that have been here for a long time they definitely make it um fun to even be here too yeah. you know they're not like that cocky you know yeah so i mean maybe when you know other days they are but you know especially the ones i've rolled with they've always been pretty helpful and eric said the Eric in the last podcast kind of said the same thing when it came to along the lines of, hey, we're not great friends outside, but, you know, when we're in here, man, I feel like yeah. I can trust these guys because there's a camaraderie when you do jiu-jitsu that, there's, you know, it's some other sports don't have. Or maybe you do have it when you have those sports. And I don't really remember, don't really remember it being too much in the other sports I played. I mean, not as close as this. I mean, we were close, but it was still right. not – you know, we're we're literally kicking the shit out of each other, and then after you know, hanging out, you know, still talking to each other after, yeah. uh, and, and it's a it's different. And it is that camaraderie that brings people, that yeah. has that closeness in jujitsu. Again, it doesn't necessarily have to be mean. We have to we're best friends outside of here, right? But you know, when we're in here, you know, I'm happy to see they're happy to see each other. Hey, I'm happy to see you. Yeah. I'm see you. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? How you doing? How yeah. you doing? You know, but. Who knows, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Sometimes it does translate to outside friends, you know? Yeah. I've said that, too. I've made some great friends yeah. outside of here, too. Mm -hmm. um, just because it started in here, in the room, and then transferred out. Mm -hmm. um, some people keep it, in, like Eric said, he keeps it keeps it kind of separate. But yeah. but when he, and he knows when he's in here, man, he knows he can. He's like, I can trust those guys pretty much with almost anything because right. I can trust them with my body. Meaning, like, if I give them an arm bar... I know they're not going to take advantage and try right. to snap my arm off, right. you know? Exactly. And that's kind of how the mind perspective I had when I was here. Like, these guys are, like, going to give me no mercy. And right. it wasn't like that. I mean, you know, especially the, you know, it was nice. I mean, like Eric said, sometimes, you know, you know, sometimes they'll help you, sometimes you won't, and that's fine. But, you know, and some guys are, you know, they're there, and they know, like, you're a wipeout. And, you know, like I said, that Victor could have tore my arm off, but, you know, he didn't. He's just kind of like... See where I'm at, and you know, adjust yourself a little bit, and then we'll go from there. And you know, little stuff like that to me, I feel like helps out, um, especially some of the newer guys. And 
Um, uh, Joe was his name. The big guy. I can't, can't yeah. Remember, I can't remember his name. And he's always really good with me. Like that yeah. time when we we go together, he's like a really cool guy like that. And, and Josh is another one. You know, he kind of points out stuff along the way, and like that's definitely helped me out a little bit too. Um, the more I um, come to class and. The more I've learned, you know, and I and I, yeah, I kind of think about the next that little little tip he gave me for the next time I roll or whatever, and it, it helps out. Definitely helps out a lot. Yeah. Well, Josh has to be nice to you because <laughs> it's family. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, but yeah, it's good. It's good. I'm glad to have you. Um, glad to have you here. And I think it's somebody like you with your kids yeah. being able to do it. How do you, you know? Do you guys, I know you said your wife works full-time or part-time, so it makes that easy, mm-hmm. having making that time to come in a little easy on you. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what's nice about the morning class and the yeah. night class. Um, I try to make it to whichever, you know, if I don't make it in the morning, I come at night and I go, I do go around my wife's, like, work schedule and stuff because somebody's got to be home with the kids and... <laughs> Um, when she's, you know, working, like, Tuesday, if she's working all day, then I come Tuesday morning. Right. She's like, oh, I got the day off Monday or I got the day off Tuesday. Then I'm like, okay, well, I can go to, I get this nice, I get the option, depending on how work's going, I can go in the morning or I can go at night. So it's, it's nice. Um, I think the 6 a.m. class is definitely um, nice to have. Right. Um, <laughs> I know it's not for everybody, um, but it's <laughs> definitely uh, it's definitely convenient. Um, for me too to have that class and I know the beginning it was <laughs> like I said it was a struggle to get up and you want to come that early but I don't know how you guys do it in the winter <laughs> but the okay. more I do it though it's uh, and like I said it's like it's fun you know because I you know mean you know even after class you know me Josh and Conrad and George sometimes we're just chilling talking for another half hour and you know it's the rest of your day to me like you know it turns out pretty good you know I yeah. feel you know good and I always was like, man, how do these people like go out and work out so goddamn early and are so goddamn happy? But now, like, is there, I mean, we're not really like working out at the gym, but it's still a workout. And, Obviously, you know, yeah. At, you know, after that, my rest of the day, I just like, man, like good spirits and we um, <laughs> ready to take on the day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks. We'll wrap it up there. We'll All right. Right there. You got anything? Anything to say? Any advice to white belts out there in the world? Um. Just, um, just like you said, just try to look at the positives. Um, if you um, are just getting into it, um, and just be proud of you know going out there and just uh, at least trying jujitsu. Yeah. Um, like I said, it started like that with me. Um, you know, you didn't. I didn't think I was gonna get this far, and you know, I'm happy to say that I'm gonna that I'm still going and I'm gonna continue nice. going. So. Um, nice. Don't knock it until you try it. I guess. So. <laughs> And uh, just be proud of, you know, be be proud and just come and, you know, you're still the same person no matter what. So um, that's that's about it. Awesome. Well, well, thanks, David. Thanks for being here. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right, thanks. No problem, Carlos. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation I had with David. I certainly did. Uh, David's a super, super nice guy. He's a great family man. And, um... You know, like I said, manages to come in a couple times a week to train. Um, we talked about a little bit about grateful and how grateful I am to, you know, sometimes, you know, I show a little uh, being grateful when I, you know, when I step out on the competition, man, and how, how, you know, when I first started 
you know, this was never even a thought in my head that I'd be traveling around the country to compete in jiu-jitsu tournaments and let alone have the opportunity to step on a stage like Fight to Win and be streamed all over the internet and, you know, have my match archived somewhere. And, and the same thing with, you know, David and how grateful he is with his with the way jiu-jitsu's helped him and, and you know, just changed his life and, um, you know, and um, the changes that, the positive changes he's made and, of course, you know, the changes that we all make when we start doing jiu-jitsu. So it's a good thing. And I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. Like I, like I said, I certainly did. But um, if you guys want any more information about us, please look us up on the web. It is lakecountybjj.com and at lakecountybjj for every sort for every sort of social social media out there, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. We're there. We're all we're very social. Uh, <laughs> So look us up. Uh, looking forward to hearing you guys. But until until next time, I will see you guys on the mat. Take care, guys.